Hey everybody, it's Chris Michaels. This is a uh, podcast version of a live broadcast I did on the Wisdom app. I also made this into a video with all kinds of editing and graphical inserts and all that. You can catch that on all my video platforms. You can follow me on the live uh, audio Wisdom app broadcasts if you want. Uh, go to my social media page where I have all the, the links to all the different social media platforms that I'm using right now. Go there and connect with me on those, and I am regularly planning to keep uh, doing these live broadcasts on Wisdom. So keep looking for me there. Sign up. you got to get the app to use that. Um, but also you can catch this, of course, like I say, on my video platforms. And thanks for listening. Okay, I'm doing a multi-recording on this because this is a really big uh, topic I wanted to get to. And I announced this yesterday that I was going to do this. And so now the time has come. And I'm primarily broadcasting, for the sake of those on video, I'm primarily broadcasting on uh, a, the Wisdom app, which is a live audio uh, broadcast platform that you have to join. It's only um, used on an app. And it's really great. I've just been using it for a short time. And <clears throat> it's great. I love it. Um, even had dreams showing me to use this platform. <laughs> so kind of interesting. And so I'm just getting set up here, uh, doing my little sharing out thing and watching to see who joins in here and all that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> when I'm done with this, it's going to be posted on all my video channels and my podcasts. And of course, it stays on the Wisdom app also. Um, so I'm doing a whole bunch of things all at once here. So we'll see how that goes first time, but this is such a big topic. It had to be on uh, multi-platforms. It'll be stored in a, um, it'll be posted in a blog. Um, so everyone can see it later on as well. Um, so for those who are uh, on video right now, this is one of many of what I started off calling science dreams where God began showing me things in dreams at night on science topics, all different kinds of stuff. I mean, it was just, at first I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know where it was going. Didn't know why I was getting those kinds of dreams. Had no clue at all. And just as time went on, it became obvious. And so that started like seven to eight years ago. And um, I've had a whole bunch of them since, probably uh, 50 to 60 of those kinds of dreams. And I have them all written down. And I have them in blogs. I have them in um, videos, ebooks, everything like that. And so <clears throat> this is actually well-documented uh, subject matter here. But I say that for the benefit of those who are new and uh, haven't heard of this kind of thing before. I do want to say that... Uh, my basis, again, this is short review, my basis for everything I do regarding dreams is um, it's just like Daniel and Joseph in the Bible. It's biblical principles, they're parables at night, that kind of thing. I did a lot of introduction on my uh, on this new wisdom platform that I'm using, and uh, I see some people jumping on, so I just want to let everyone know again, I'm recording like a multi-recording here. I'm doing wisdom app. Uh, this is going to go on my podcast channel when it's done, and I'm also at the same time recording video off my computer. This will go on all my video channels as well. So this is such a big, huge topic. I've got to get this on all my different places. So um, <clears throat> I'm kind of speaking for the benefit of 
more than one audience right now, even though the primary uh, the primary broadcast is here on Wisdom Audio. Okay, um, <clears throat> as I say in the title, a dream of global free energy tech inventions, a mystery in the stars. That is exactly what this one single dream I want to talk about today is. And I had a lot of uh, dreams in the beginning, as I was saying before, uh, just in the beginning before people started coming on, that uh, they were on science themes. And I didn't know why I was getting science dreams. I started calling them science dreams. I didn't know why. They were all different topics, but it became obvious as time went on. Um, and it took maybe a couple of years because at first I didn't get that many. They were spaced out like over six months or four months or that kind of thing. Not that many at first, but then it started picking up pace. Um, <clears throat> and so I began to realize there was an energy theme <laughs> to all of them. Some of it was solar, hydro. Um, I even saw a very, very high energy plasma beam one time. And I knew they, there was, I knew there was a little, I began to realize there was a literal uh, meaning in them. But at the same time, there was part of them had uh, uh, symbolic meaning and I had to go looking up all that and it led me down the path of um, having to find out like <clears throat> like seriously how does solar energy work because I, I never paid any attention to that stuff in my life you know this is again why it makes such a big deal about paying attention to your dreams at night because you don't know what's in there and you might you have no idea what you might be missing and so I know part of the reason I got these I wouldn't say it's the only reason but part of the reason I got these is because I really went after I wanted to know why am I here because this stuff I did in my previous career. It was okay. It wasn't what I really wanted to do, and uh, but there was a definite feeling that um, something was really big was missing, and I didn't know what it was. So I started getting really urgent about wanting to go after what's going on. What am I supposed to be doing? And things I've already talked about, so I'll kind of omit that today. Um, <clears throat> let's see. It was just by way of review again, very quickly. Um, it was 11 years ago that um, I was deployed to Iraq in the Air Force. And it's funny because I was 40 years old. God sent me to a desert to prove to me or to start revealing, I'll say, to reveal to me, starting to reveal to me that I had spent 40 years in a spiritual wilderness and had no idea about the supernatural or any of the stuff I write about now that I know I'm familiar with now. But I knew nothing about it. So how long did the Israelites wander in the wilderness? 40 years. <laughs> Prophetic coincidence. <laughs> and so um, <clears throat> so anyway, it was at that time, 11 years ago, um, I started to realize dreams from God were real and I needed to find out how to interpret them. And I had a friend um, by uh, um, live chat. I forgot how it was. It must have been Google Chat or something from South America who had already known a lot of these things. And I was chatting from my little room in Iraq saying like, how could this be real? I didn't know this my whole life. It was so hard for me to cross over from this being stuck in the intellectual mindset, especially the Western programmed intellectual mindset. It was so hard for me to come over. I mean, I even got, I basically, honestly, back then I got into like, almost like arguments, not because I didn't believe her, but I was trying to figure out how come I never knew this and how do I, how can I possibly understand these things now that I've been programmed my whole life the opposite. So anyway, um, <clears throat> fast forwarding, I, I got over that, I got through it. And um, so as of today, I now have, um, I actually went back and did the math. I checked out my dream journal, which is on a digital document saved in different places. It's, it's, it's actually over 900 pages. 
of dreams plus the notes for interpretation. And I found out it's actually about average of four dreams per page along with the notes. So four times 900 is 3,600. So I have about, on average, 3,600 dreams since I started writing them down about eight years ago. That's a lot. So you can figure how many do I get per night. <clears throat> and you know, before that, I only remembered two dreams back when I was a kid. They didn't mean anything to me. There was nothing, no teaching. I didn't know where to go to get teaching about this. I'd always wondered how did Daniel and Joseph interpret dreams. And come to find out, well, now I know. <laughs> but it's taken years of hard work to, to understand this, like I mentioned in previous broadcasts. Um, so that I don't want to get too much more into the review because some of you have already heard that. And I just really want to get straight into the topic here. Um, what I wanted to do, I really want to take this one single dream out of all my approximately 60 or so dreams on this upcoming global free energy tech invention series. Um, <clears throat> I want to take one of the first, this is the first one when I really knew, I really found out what was going on and why I was getting science dreams. And this was so shocking. It took two months. I couldn't figure it out. I called um, the staff of a global ministry I'm connected with that has that teaches extensively on dreams and has uh, trained dream interpreters, which I, they also put me through the training and, and approval process. So I am um, approved uh, to do this um, on a you know if in a in a formal sense. But anyway, uh, so I called one of them. I didn't know what was going on, and the guy told me in a matter of minutes what it was and I was so shocked <laughs> you're gonna hear because I'm gonna read the dream I'm gonna tell you what it was I'm gonna walk through some of the uh, details and just to give you an idea of how this kind of thing works so let's see here some of the um, some of the introduction here I'm gonna save I think I pretty much got the basis I just really, really want to go straight into it and in the blog post I'm gonna write the dream down the whole text of the dream um, there's a couple Minor details I'm omitting because it doesn't uh, add to or take away from the primary subject. And there's one thing there. Uh, it's a minor detail. I've still, after since 2017, I haven't sorted out one little thing. But it's like a secondary thing. It doesn't affect the overall interpretation. So I'm going to tell you the dream. Uh, tell you what the primary symbols represent. <clears throat> and you can see how that works. And then go on, and if anyone wants to discuss after I get through all this whole thing, then that would be great if you want to. So, okay, this was February 26th, 2017. Now, remember I said you've got to write down your dreams. It doesn't matter. And remember, if you took my advice from last night, um, I forgot that I did that. I should have said that in the beginning. If you took my advice from last night, I wonder how many people got dreams, how many people did what I was saying, and actually wrote them down. And... Um, and we'll talk about that later, maybe, uh, if, if that comes up. <clears throat> okay, so write down your dreams, uh, and because this is how you're going to remember all these really important details. Okay, February 26th, 2017. Okay, this is the dream. The dream starts out with me seeing some guy who was about to go into space. He was tall like me. We were talking about being in space and how you need a spacesuit there. Then the scene changes. And I see myself in space, floating outside right next to the spacecraft, apparently that I just got there in. Now, when I say spacecraft, I'm talking about like uh, like the lunar module type. It was a small one like that, <clears throat> a little lunar type module. Um, so very focused on me. Uh, the dream was only specifically focused on me. That's how you know. That's one way you know. So that was the first part. <clears throat> I'm in space. 
I had seen a guy, we were talking about it, all of a sudden I'm there, I'm floating in space next to this, like a lunar module type, the, the capsule part, not the lander, but the capsule part. Uh, I'm floating next to it <clears throat> with a spacesuit on and all that stuff. Okay, next scene, this is where it gets crazy. I hear someone say something about the Pleiades stars and maybe something energy related. I then seem to remember I had heard this once before at an unknown previous time. Next, scene changes. I'm standing on a faraway unknown planet at night and I'm seeing the Pleiades stars, but now they have been converted into bright lights that are up high on poles that are illuminating a very large electrical power generating station. The whole area where the power station is is very brightly lit because of these lights, even though it was nighttime. <clears throat> it reminded me of seeing the oil refineries in Texas with the bright lights on at night. So the Pleiades constellation became these lights and they were illuminating a giant electrical power station on this faraway planet that I was standing on. That's the end of the dream. Okay. <clears throat> so it took me two months. I, I couldn't, I, I tried everything. I didn't know I was, I, I didn't know at the time I had a calling to this energy technology stuff. And so I couldn't figure out what does this mean? I was thinking, well, maybe there's just some personal meaning that, you know, metaphoric personal message of some kind, which is how I'd been interpreting most of my dreams because that's how I had learned it at that time. Just a metaphoric personal message. But it wasn't making sense. It was like, no, there's more to it. I, I couldn't figure out what it was. So I called this guy. Let me bring up my little notepad here. I called this guy <clears throat> who's a dream interpreter on this global ministry staff. And he said three things. I told it to him and he said three things. He said, did you know you have a calling to business? I said, yeah, but I don't know what it is. Like what kind of a business? I don't know. He answered, he said, it's in the field of electronics. I was like shocked. <laughs> I was shocked because my dad is an electrical engineer. He were, he's retired now, but he worked as an electrical engineer with those little circuit boards and the little tiny little things like that. Um, he did that, but I never had, that, that never registered with me. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't my thing. Um, and I had a, I, I did very badly in the electrical engineering class I took at the Air Force Academy. We had to take a lot of engineering. And so um, I did really badly in that class. I just didn't understand it. And so here's this guy who's telling me, I have a calling in the field of electronics. And I knew when he said it, I knew he was right. The next thing is, here's what he tells me, the meaning of the dream, simple as can be. He said, it's an invention to power the planet. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you gotta, you have, you gotta stop and think about this. I knew nothing about any of this at the time. I didn't know this was coming. It was not in my top 100 list of things to do with my life ever. I was totally focused on other things like flying airplanes and that kind of stuff. And here, God's showing me in dreams that this is what He wants me to do. And so I had to start from basically no knowledge of any kind. And all these 50 to 60 dreams, you see most of them have been a research assignment. I've had to get up to speed on all kinds of stuff. Um, you know, I didn't even know much at all about Nikola Tesla. I hardly knew anything about him. I knew his name, but that was it. I had to get all up to speed on what he did. Um, I only recommend one book right now uh, because I haven't read that many of them. But I read the one by a guy who actually knew him on a daily basis, John O'Neill. It's called Prodigal Genius. And I recommend, if you're going to read any book on Tesla, read it 
by the guy who actually knew him. It's it's fairly substantial. There's a lot in there. Very insightful. Does a mess, much better job than some of the hack jobs. They made movies out of him, and they all focus on the wrong thing. Um, <clears throat> read John O'Neill's book, Prodigal Genius. So I had to get up to speed on all these things. I do nothing about anything. <clears throat> so let me go back to the dream. I'm going to tell you step by step, uh, at least the primary symbols, and give you an idea of what this is all about. And so, okay, first of all, um, I'm talking to a guy who's, we're talking about going into space and spacesuits and all that kind of stuff. And suddenly now, next scene, I'm floating in space next to a, like a space capsule and um, with a spacesuit and all that kind of thing. <clears throat> Symbolically, space, well, first of all, it's literal. So there's multiple messages in this dream. It's first of all, literal, we're talking about space. And in that place, I knew I was very, very far away from Earth. I was nowhere. I didn't even know what galaxy I was in. It was really far away. Um, <clears throat> I just had the sense that was very obvious. And so that, it, it's literal because we're talking about space. We're talking about uh, creation. Now, by the way, I said this yesterday, but this is, this is an actual term used to describe a dream of this type. This is a mystery dream. And it doesn't mean mystery because it's hard to figure out. That's part of it. But it's dealing with mysteries of creation. And I'm going to get to that uh, explanation of why that is. But this is a very specific type of dream. And so, <clears throat> so this is dealing with space and the things in space and things that are far away from the earth. And just also the distance represents two things. It's distant knowledge that is that is not known by very many people here on earth. So it's distant in knowledge. Also had a matter of distant in time because this dream was back in 2017 and so it's been five years now. Um, and I've had many others of course and so it's just a long process of me having to study and research and, and God keeps giving more and more bits and pieces here and there. It's on his own timeline. I do my part and he does his on a timeline that is very hard to, you can never really predict it very well. Um, <clears throat> so also space represents the realm of unlimitations, no limits. If you think about being standing here on earth, you have a lot of limitations, particularly in the area of speed. You can only go so fast on the ground. Uh, when you get up in the air, you can go faster. You're not going to run into too many things up there. So you have a lot more freedom of, of motion up there. So you have less limits in the air. When you get into space, you have basically no limits. So everything is uh, unlimited in space. <clears throat> so it also represents uh, a realm of unlimitations. Okay, and by the way, I'm, I'll take questions, but you have to wait until the end of the whole thing because it'll, it'll destroy everything if I um, stop and answer questions. So I will take them at the end. Okay, just so you know, I will, but I gotta get through this whole thing first. Um, okay, so <clears throat> next scene. Now, now we're dealing with the Pleiades. And back then, see, I knew so little about this. I thought it was a constellation. Pleiades are not a constellation. It's a star cluster. It's the Messier 45 uh, star cluster. And you can see them with the naked eye uh, at the right time in the right location on a clear night. And you can even go on uh, certain... Uh, stock photo sites or or maybe just do a search online and you can see the Pleiades star cluster is very common um, and but you can actually find photos where people did not zoom in on it you can see it with the eye it looks like a little bunch of star you know what it looks like if you took an arrow or a gun and you're shooting at a target and you and you see all the holes in the target there's like a cluster of holes in the target that's what the Pleiades stars look like just a cluster of stars almost like a target okay so 
<clears throat> Pleiades. I had to go look up, like, you know, what is this? Try to find out what's going on. And so it was very clear in the dream that there's something energy related about it. So this is the first time it became very obvious in my series of dreams that we're dealing with energy, technology, and power generating. Of course, at the time of the dream, I couldn't figure it out because I was I was exclusively looked, looking at it from a, a symbolic, parabolic perspective. I didn't realize there was literal science going on in this thing, and it had something to do with my future. So <clears throat> Pleiades stars, but then they be okay. So they became the lights on the top of these. Uh, high up poles, think of it like stadium lighting, where there are these really high poles, um, or yeah, we'll just go with that. Stadium lighting, or even like at airports, big airports, they have lights way up high on poles to illuminate the whole area. Um, <clears throat> that's what it looked like. But the stars became the lights that were illuminating this whole, and it was a power generating station. And I was standing, probably, I'll just say like a mile away from it on this planet. And on the planet, it was dark. It was like a nighttime setting. And I didn't see anything on the ground. It was just like dirt, almost like if I was standing on the moon. But it was like way far away. I didn't even know what galaxy we were in. <clears throat> and so um, that's, that's how the setting looked there. And then um, that's, okay, so that's basically what it was. So... Okay, so how did I start walking through? <clears throat> I'm thinking, okay, Pleiades, because I learned to interpret uh, using biblical methods. And i like, okay, I know Pleiades is in the Bible. I know it's there. I looked it up. But I had to go back and do a keyword search and find all the different passages. So I'm thinking, okay, one, uh, one of the passages in Job talks about, and I actually did not bring this up here, but I could. Here. Um, and in the King James, it's just kind of a clumsy. I use the King James because I have the concordance attached to that on an app. And it says, can you bind... I don't sweet influences like what the heck uh, can you bind I'll just say I'll I'll make it more modernized can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades okay so we're talking about binding so I'm thinking okay so there's my first clue we're talking about binding and the Pleiades so I'm thinking okay um Pleiades well what keeps them together I started thinking how do all these stars stay in one place and you think how many thousands of years they haven't really moved much at least not according to the naked eye that anyone has really, well, maybe there's documentation. Now. I know they move a little bit. I'm not trying to get into that. But the point here is that <clears throat> for the most part, all these constellations and all these stars, they basically stay in a very similar place for thousands of years. And I started thinking, so the cluster of Pleiades, how do they stay together? How close are they? Are they even, I mean, they look close from our perspective, but you're dealing with many light years away. And I think it's like 400 light years. I think that's what it was. And so at that distance, they're not that close together. They're really far apart. And gravity is, as we're told, one of the weakest forces. So how do you, how do you hold stars together with gravity when they're that far apart? It doesn't even make any sense. <clears throat> so I started thinking binding in the form of gravity. And <clears throat> that's as far as it got for like the next couple of years because I didn't know what to do with that. And then at some point, I started thinking in terms of nuclear power. And it went to like, okay, so binding, I had to go back and study like the basics of nuclear power because I'm telling you, I was not tuned into any of this stuff. And I'm thinking, okay, well, fission means you're splitting. Fusion means you're putting together. <clears throat> and so, but fusion is like, most people don't know as much about that potentially because we only see fission nuclear power plants. Fusion, uh, I have a story about that. 
it's not my story, but I have a dream validating a guy who actually made a working fission fusion, sorry, fusion reactor in the form of a rocket engine that you heard me mention potentially. David Adair, I have dreams validating his testimony. What he says is true. He actually did it. Um, <clears throat> there's a reason why he did not allow that out in public after he did it, though. Um, I kind of mentioned that previously. So, uh, but fusion is lesser known. You're putting things together so it's binding. Then I started thinking, okay, so the dream is actually talking about fusion and we're dealing with stars. And when you start studying stars and the sun like ours, it deals, they operate on the basis of fusion. So now if you fast forward, I've had dreams showing me to, that validating that the electric universe model is correct. And what they do, they go through a whole thing. They tell you how their version of how the sun works and it is not at all what NASA says. It is complete opposite of that. Um, it is so opposite that um, you think, okay, we're told that the sun is a giant ball of lava and someday it's going to burn out. <laughs> that is false. That is complete garbage. There's no truth in that. The sun does not operate like that. The sun is a giant electrical light bulb. And if you want to turn it off, you simply stop the flow of electricity that is all over the universe. You stop that flow and it instantly goes out like a light. It's like if you just reached up and like the old lights that had the chain in the bottom, you just reach up, pull that chain and it turns off. It's that fast. Um, <clears throat> if anything else were true, then why is the outer surface where you like the bright part that you see, why is that so much hotter than the inside? You know, a lot of things don't, the, the explanations are given don't even make sense. Um, but yet they keep saying this stuff over and over again. And I don't know, I think maybe they hope you don't actually think and use your brain and try to figure this out and realize they're wrong. It just doesn't even make sense. So anyway, I had to go through that. I had a whole series of dreams showing me the electric universe model was true. And it's the uh, Thunderbolts Project website. And they made a working model of it. <clears throat> there's a, there's a, a, it's not a company. I don't know what the name of the company is now. Uh, I forgot. But the thing that they did, it was called the Sapphire Project, and it's all capital letters, S-A-F-I-R-E. So if you look up Sapphire, S-A-F-I-R-E project, they made a working model of the sun in a laboratory. And it's exactly the way I was hinting at that um, it, you just have to look up and see how they did it. They actually, it works. Um, it produced a massive amount of power. <laughs> Fusion works that way. Fusion does not work uh, the way we're told by NASA and all that stuff about the sun. It's, yeah, it operates on fusion, but not the way we're told. So this was such a big deal uh, because when you start looking at David Adair's story and how he made it, and he made a magnetic confinement fusion reactor. And he tells you, you know, he doesn't go to every single detail, but he tells you, I just saw a video. It's funny because when I was talking about him the other day, a, a couple of broadcasts ago, like an hour after I finished broadcasting, uh, one of my friends I've known for a long time, he sent me an email with the latest, one of the latest uh, videos of David Adair talking about this whole thing. And uh, he's an older guy now, 67 years old or something like that. And uh, he kind of went over it again and told uh, the whole story, which I'd heard many times. And, but I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I asked my friend, did you know I was just doing a live broadcast talking about David Adair? He said, no, I had no idea. And he sent me this video by random coincidence with quotes around it. 
within an hour after I did that. That's insane. So those are the little things I, I learned to pick up on because it's no coincidence. I've had other dreams pointing to Fusion, uh, specifically the uh, Back to the Future car when Doc Brown made a Mr. Fusion device at the end of the first movie. Uh, I had dreams pointing exactly to that right there, like big time highlighting, like a giant big finger, not really and literally, but it was like a massive finger pointing, pay attention to this movie. Um, so <clears throat> God uses a lot of movie references, uh, for this whole energy tech thing. Tony Stark has come up many, 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 many times in my dreams. I have another dream I'll talk about at a later time. I'll just focus on that one that went right to the Avengers 2012 movie and a 30 second conversation between Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, and Steve Rogers. It was right in there that just nailed the thing on the head. I was shocked when I saw that dream. No, not the dream. I didn't understand the dream. It was a month later I watched the Avengers movie again and there it was. What I saw in the dream, what I heard in the dream was in that conversation with them. And actually the video clip is on my website. You gotta hunt to find it, but it's there. Um, and so <clears throat> that's something for later. But this is the kind of stuff, what I'm saying is this is the kind of stuff you might, you can get. And guys like David Adair he made that fusion rocket because he had dreams like this. Not exactly like this, but he wrote them down. He started getting equations in his dreams. And the equations he got, a lot, and plus many more things. I mean, I've never seen his dream journal. I never met him. Um, but many things allowed him to come up with the ability as a teenager in 1971 to produce a, a working fusion device. And so this is the kind of stuff that some people, and if you, like I said before, if you go back and research people that have had inventions and dreams or business ideas and dreams, uh, this kind of thing, even Einstein got his E equals MC squared, the redshift, all that stuff like that. He got that. Uh, it was a dream, something like he was sledding down a hill and he approached light speed and he saw that the color of the stars changed. I mean, that's a very simplified version of it. But so this is the kind of stuff that, uh, God will give in dreams, showing things that um, you're supposed to, at some point, be doing. So I really wanted to get into this one here because this is the first time I ever knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing. And you got to realize that, like I said, I didn't know any of this. I, I wasn't tuned into this. I didn't know this was coming. It just sort of hit me. Um, and it was just shocking. And this wasn't the only shock I've seen in dreams. I've had a bunch of shocks. Uh, with all different kinds of these types of dreams. And so, um, anyway, let's see, my video is still recording 31 minutes. Okay, so at least now I can tell how long I've been going. Um, let's see, back to my notes really quick. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything here. Um, I pretty much mentioned all the basics uh, that I wanted to get out. And <clears throat> I'm kind of doing this, like I said, I had the thought to take some of these dreams and just do one session on some of the biggest ones because I'm trying to give just an idea of how this works and um, you know I've been on this big dream theme for a while now and that's gonna stay a big theme of mine here so um, as I was saying yesterday when you see my titles pop up on uh, wisdom if you see a moon uh, the little emoji thing of a moon that means I'm dealing with dreams if you see stars that means I'm probably dealing with something with the universe or like this mysteries of creation kind of stuff uh, today I use both um, if I'm just dealing with energy tech, I'll probably use a lightning bolt. So that's one way you can get the idea of what I'm talking about. Of course, the title will be pretty obvious too. So um, that is the 
that's really what I wanted to cover. I didn't want this to go too long, um, but then again, uh, you can, if you want to, you can push that little button and uh, we can talk now if you want. It's up to you. <clears throat> if you have something, just go ahead and hit that button because we can now do any kind of open discussion um, if you want to, like I did a couple of broadcasts ago. I was on someone else's channel and uh, some people chatted with me on mine. So um, it's up to you. I don't know if that person is still here or not, <laughs> who was, who did come up. Um, and then I said I had to let him wait a little bit. So if not, um, I can I can hold, I can cut it off, I can um, uh, do whatever you want. Oh, by the way, again, I want to mention <clears throat> there will be coming times when I'll just post it right on here that I am doing live dream interpreting uh, using the principles that I've learned in the last 11 years. Um, and you can take advantage of that or not. Um, I can do that almost any time unless I'm really into a super serious subject like this, which might my mind might be off in a different direction. Um, but I can do that. Um, there will be some times when I just come out and say that um, here it is, now I'm we're doing live dream interpreting. And of course, like I said yesterday, some people might not be totally comfortable with that and that's okay. Uh, you'll get used to it eventually and uh, you'll see it's really not such a big deal. So, okay, um, a little bit of repeat from the last sessions, but I had to make sure that for anyone coming on that you got the idea of where I'm coming from and the basis for all this and that I'm gonna be continuing this. This is gonna be a series I'm doing and ultimately you'll see where it's going because this is leading to an actual free energy series of technology inventions. And I know I'm not the only one doing them, that's a fact, um, but I'm gonna have a big part in it. And I already know, in fact, um, from dreams and from what I've been told by people sort of like what I mentioned a, a few minutes ago, I already know where this is going uh, in terms of a business sense and how big it's going to be. It's gonna be very, very huge. And um, again, that's something I didn't know my whole life that I was supposed to be involved with. And again, that's why you want to pay attention uh, to your dreams because you don't know what's hiding in them. And most of the stuff we come up with for our plans in life are so minuscule. We think they're so big and they are so tiny and compared to um, what could we really could actually be doing. And uh, I, of course, I speak from a biblical perspective. Uh, the Bible does say those things like that. But again, um, if you're from a different perspective, I'm not trying to push anything. Um, but it's funny because I do have people from other belief systems emailing me on my website with dreams. And some of them keep coming back over and over again, despite the fact we have difference of beliefs. Um, so I'm also putting that out because anyone uh, hear me talk from my perspective, they might try to pigeonhole me into a category. And you can't pigeonhole me into the church category because most of the church doesn't know this. Um, even the Pentecostal, I'm sorry, but the Pentecostal churches, they have almost nothing going on at all. And they're the ones that are supposed to believe in the supernatural. And I've hardly seen anything in most of them. And that's why I'm not part of them either. So you pretty much can't put me in a category. <laughs> it's just impossible. Um, so I try to say things in such a way <clears throat> that are people coming from a different belief system and they hear me talk about this. Um, don't jump to don't jump to make a conclusion because that conclusion will not be correct. Um, and I'm also trying to do that to show that um, I'm. Uh, how do I say it? I'm trying not to come across in a way that would make people shut down everything I'm saying and not listen. Um, that's that's a big part of the reason. 
Because, you know, we all do that. We hear someone say a few certain words and we're like, oh, I know who that is. I know what they are just from like three, t- t- 10 seconds. Like, really, you know them from 10 seconds? Well, maybe, but <laughs> in some cases, no. So anyway, um, all right. Wow, 31 people. I actually had more in the previous broadcast, but this was sort of, it looked like a busy Saturday. I saw people keep popping up, so I figured, okay, depending on who they're following, they're spread out, and they're going to pick and choose who they want to follow. But that's okay. This is recorded. I'm putting it up on my uh, podcast channel and um, video and all that kind of stuff like that. So that's pretty much it. Um, I'm I'm done with what I have to say there for today, or at least for this session. I'll say that for this session. Again, if anyone wants to come on, I can stay for a while. It's up to you. If not, we can sign off, and you can catch me on the next time if you want to. And I think I'm getting the impression that I'm going to sign off because no one's jumping on, and that's okay. So with that, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening or some watching on the video, and I will talk to you again uh, pretty soon. Okay, God bless. Hi, everybody. It's Chris Michaels. I had a brilliant idea for 2022. While I'm experimenting with sponsor ads for my podcasts, I realized I should be sponsoring myself. So in case you did not already know, I have my own line of digital products on my website, chrismichaels.com. I have four eBooks that deal very heavily with how God speaks in dreams, including from the basic beginner level to the intermediate where I deal with common dreams and advanced level with marvelic supernatural abilities and finding your God intended purpose. I also have video channels and now this new podcast series, in addition to text-to-speech audio blogs in podcast format. Additionally, when available, I interpret dreams using biblical Christian principles and methods as I have since 2015. If you have not already, head on over to chrismichaels.com and get familiar with all my content. If you have dreams for me to interpret, check my dream request contact page for my availability and alternate options if I am temporarily unavailable. If you have general questions, you can submit those using the contact page instructions. You can also sign up for my email list where I give regular updates on prophetic news and global events, dream interpreting, and the latest in my ongoing saga of the global energy tech breakthrough as shown to me in many of my own dreams. Thanks very much for stopping by. I look forward to hearing from you if you like, and thank you for your support. God bless.